What's up, smarty people? It's Keys Dan with RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming to you live and in living color from the Radio What studios. And this is my podcast, What Makes You Smarter? It's an extension of the RadioWhat.com internet radio station that I've been running for quite some time. And if you need DJ services, where do I always send you? DJLittleRock.com. One more time, DJLittleRock.com. Check availability and get a free price quote. And maybe you can have me at your next event. You know, I like to party with the people. Also, if you'd like to tell your story or hear the stories of others, I encourage you to check out my other podcast. It's called What Makes You Famous. Find it everywhere using the hashtag What Makes You Famous. Now, on with the show. Today on the program, got some historical facts. Ooh, so excited. You know I like history, and I like filling my head with knowledge. And while I'm at it, let's fill your head with knowledge as well. New England had a series of vampire panics in the 19th century. Vampires haunted our imagination long before Bram Stoker's Bram Stoker's classic 1897 novel, Dracula, popularized the vision of blood-sucking monster we know today. They've existed as fearsome supernatural forces throughout the centuries of folk tales and superstitions in just about every culture across the globe, including the United States. In fact, in the late 18th century and throughout the 19th century, many residents in rural Rhode Island, Connecticut, and Massachusetts, and Maine, and Vermont believed vampires were preying on their communities. The panic was fueled not only by superstitions, but also by a lack of understanding of medical science and infectious disease. In the early 18th century, what we know to be tuberculosis began ravaging new rural New England at epidemic rates, killing an alarming number of people. Victims became gaunt and pale and often coughed blood, and some residents became convinced that vampires were at fault, though plenty of others remained skeptical. The bacterial lung infection is highly transmissible and at the time often consumed entire families, further fueling the belief that vampiric forces were returning to claim more victims. The vampires weren't necessarily seen as corporeal beings raising from the dead under the cover of night. According to author and folklorist, Michael E. Bell, the belief was that vampires maintained a sort of spiritual connection with the families and exploited it to drain their life force. In an attempt to stop the deadly spread, a vampire hunt took place throughout the region. Graves were exhumed and bodies were sometimes turned over or parts rearranged. Other times, vital organs were removed and even burned a practice believed to prevent the undead from rising from the grave and causing further harm. Roughly 80 cases of exhumation have been recorded between the late 1700s and 1892, though many more are presumed to have taken place. As outlandish as it may seem now, the New England vampiric panic remains a relevant Reminder that the monsters we create are often a reflection of our own fears, unknowns, 
and anxieties. That's pretty cool. New England had a series of vampiric panics in the 19th century. Well, that's it for this edition of What Makes You Smarter. Hope you learned something about vampires. Ooh. (laughs) Do you have any historical facts? Drop me some comments. Let me know what you're up to. Let me know what you think. Also, if you'd like to tell your story or hear the stories of others, I encourage you to check out my other podcast. It's called What Makes You Famous. Find it everywhere using the hashtag What Makes You Famous. That's it for me. It's KeysDanRadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com.